Clive, Asian equities yeah. fell for a third day and um, copper also dropped to a one-week low. Um, investors there shunning uh, riskier assets ahead of the central bank meeting in Tokyo and, of course, yeah. Washington with your favorite lady there this week. <laughs> you know, the meeting did start today, so um, uh, speculations are that there's not going to be any rate increments. We're expecting them to actually explain to us later on, uh, perhaps maybe by closing of business tomorrow, we'll have a better picture with regards to what their actual plan is. We know that they've been very garbage. We've heard the comments, uh, the fact that they've seen things un- unfold in a particular manner that they were not expecting. So what is happening is now it's a wait-and-see situation, uh, which I hate. I don't know about you, but I'm really not patient. So, <laughs> so when you see people getting jittery, the markets are not stable at the moment, and that's why you see these Asian markets continue to feel the plunge, continue to de- depreciate, and that is the reason why even the, the MSC, MSCI Asia-Pacific today is sitting at a loss of about 0.9% or 90 basis points, as it were. We also know that the Hong Kong Hang Seng Index fell again for the third day, and the Shanghai Composite is also still under pressure. The Chinese market, the equity space, still too much under a lot of pressure. We are hoping that perhaps maybe after the meetings we might have positivity come back into the market again. However, at the moment, at the moment as we sit, even uh, news, positive news that came uh, from South Korea, for example, the fact that the GDP number expanded to 0.4%, did not do anything to help the Asian markets. They still remain under pressure. They still remain, remain mainly in the red. And that's mainly to do with the fact that everybody's taking a wait-and-see uh, position when it comes to what the Fed is going to do next. And then, of course, lots of talk about uh, Brexit and the pound showing exactly how Brexit concerns are starting to look overdone at this point, Clive. I, I, I really I don't understand the motives. I, 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 I try to think about it and think, why is it that it's important for Britain to leave the BRICS? Now, I've, you've heard billionaires, um, I'm not going to mention names, but they're talking about the advantages that they will have if, obviously, the UK was to be separate. We know that they've been different in the sense that they use the pound as opposed to the euro as their currency, and that has always stood them firm because even as we speak, the pound is the strongest uh, 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 currency in terms of volume in, in the rest of the world. So the question is, is this the right idea to do this? But you can see that now it's starting to really weigh on the pound. Uh, a measure of risk of sterling following the June 23 vote, which is happening obviously next month. Everybody's anticipating that uh, the vote, hopefully, I hope that they don't leave the eurozone. I think that will have fundamentally serious uh, uh, repercussions to what happens to the eurozone, especially with countries like Greece still very much in a sticky situation. Even Ireland, for example, and Portugal as well. So if they were to pull out it would really uh, make it difficult for those countries to continue to be sustainable because people will look at differently uh, as to the UK and its business. Remember, Sakina, the other problem that they have is that, that uh, industrial, industrial uh, numbers in the UK have not been strong. And that's mostly to do with the metals industry because we know that steel has been dumped on their shores very cheap by the Chinese. And so it's been very hard for them uh, to, make, uh, to break even when it comes to those profits. So the question is, are they going to continue or not? And my answer to that is I hope when June 23 comes, the vote will be overwhelming for them to stay within the Eurozone. And then just briefly, JSE ahead of the 9 o'clock opening? 
It's very exciting. It's uh, probably one of the most exciting places because every time when we have a holiday in the middle, it becomes very, very difficult. You know, <laughs> you know, we go on the holiday and then we come back, we've got Tama Tama Sakina, and then we struggle to, to pick up the pace. So I'm hoping that people won't sleep over because we've got the, obviously the, the U.S. meeting taking place, the Fed meeting taking place. So we saw yesterday positive the JSE was into the green. It doesn't matter if it was just a little, just, just about 11, 11 basis points. But we saw companies within the resources sector do very well. So Banya Gold did really well yesterday. SAB Miller did very well yesterday. We also saw the likes of Hulisani, uh, which did very well by going up by 13.04%. So I'm hoping that we continue with this positivity just before the break that will be taken tomorrow. Well, we'll hear from you again tomorrow. Thank you so much, our market analyst, Clive Ntozabantu Ramatibela.